Taraji P. Henson. In my new movie, What Men Want, I can hear men's thoughts. You better think. On February 8th. How did this happen? The psychic gave me this tea. I thought black people stopped drinking tea after Get Out. Taraji P. Henson, Alda Sarge, Erica Badu, Tracy Morgan. If you only knew what I was thinking right now. Trust me, we don't want to know. <laughs> what Men Want. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. In theaters February 8th. friends and welcome to Untorn Radio, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, coming at you live. We've been on this subject as of late of talking about influential living and making sure that we are doing life with intentionality. And tonight, I'm going to be sharing a little bit more of my story as it pertains to uh, this cloudy pursuit of fame and oftentimes the byproduct that happens with living out God's call is this idea of fame or this idea of notoriety uh, being an okay thing. And this is something that the Holy Spirit, this is something that God is is truly convicting me of as of late. And I'm, I'm excited about sharing uh, my story a little bit more in detail with you tonight. Obviously, we're going to be bringing in scripture. Obviously, we're going to be talking about God's word and what it means for our lives. But I think sharing uh, my story and wrestling with this is is something that is important, especially in the realm of influential living. We want to be people with intentionality. We want to be people that are doing life with purpose and on purpose. And that is the subject of tonight's Untorn. So welcome aboard. It's good to be with you guys from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. And I'll get started with my story in just a few moments, but what do you think about a time in your life where fame uh, or the pursuit of it really became a distraction? Uh, maybe you can uh, notate or take a mental inventory of different times in your life where where fame was, uh, you thought it was okay, but truly it became a distraction in your life. And if you would like to share your story, if you would like to chime in and, and certainly add uh, your two cents. I welcome you to do so on the respective chat rooms, whether you are watching on Facebook Live or or listening over on the website. Please feel free to chime in and mention uh, maybe some of the wrestling that you uh, walk through with this. My mom is watching. Hi, mom. I can actually say that and mean it. Sometimes uh, people in in positions of uh, influence in front of a camera will say that. They'll say, hey, mom. And well, I'm saying hi, mom, to my mom. So anyway, welcome aboard. It's good to be with you guys. Think about a time in your life where fame or the pursuit of it became a, a distraction. Can you, can you think of certain times in your life where maybe the pursuit of fame, it, it seemed like a good thing. It seemed like an okay thing, but really it just kind of uh, became an interruption in what you were running after and what you were going after. Think about that for a moment. Maybe you want to share your story. And again, at any point during this broadcast, I welcome you to please share anything uh, that you feel comfortable in sharing, either through uh, the Facebook comments uh, that are listed or through the chat room that's attached on the audio side of things for this podcast. Also, if you want to send a, a private message, 
um, of some sorts, maybe something anonymous, please feel free to do so. Uh, again, good to be with you guys. I want to take you on the way back machine uh, to a place in my life, a time in my life, where I had a really, really uh, awesome friend named Matt. And Matt and I did everything together. Matt and I went bike riding together. Matt and I uh, played games together. We played, we went to the pool hall, billiards. We played billiards all the time. Just, Matt was one of those faithful and loyal friends. And then, of, of course, what happens along the journey of life is you get separated because of, uh, not because of anything bad, but you get married, you have family, and just life takes place. And it's easy to uh, lose focus. But one thing Matt uh, Matt had a dream one time that he shared with me that really kind of rocked my world. And um, Matt and I used to hop around at, to a couple different youth groups together. And and it's 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 pretty wild uh, our our um, our relationship and and we did we did a lot of stuff together. We played hockey, like I mentioned. He he was just a he's been a lifelong friend, and even today I could call him up at any point and get together with him, with him if I wanted to. But Matt had a dream, and he shared that that this dream uh, related to me in front of a lot of people and preaching, and of course. At the time, I was kind of on this fast track to doing sports announcing. I had a real passion for it. I still do, but back then it was more self-serving than it is now. Now it's more of a uh, a paid hobby. It's a, it's an opportunity to to reach into athletes' lives over at Roberts Wesleyan and, and chat with them about different things. And I, I love that opportunity. It's been a, a very unique uh, time to be able to have that switch take place. But Matt had this dream saying to me that I would be in front of a lot of people preaching. And of course I kind of took that to heart and I thought, man, maybe this is something that I am going to be uh, announcing and, and doing growing up. And I thought, man, this is something that is going to be awesome and, and amazing. And Growing up, I also recorded my voice a lot. I kind of played fake DJ uh, on recording myself on on tapes and and dubbing over other music and things like that. Just had a had a great time with that. So I always thought, man, here's here's Matt seeing me as the sports announcer that I always thought I would be. Well, God had some different plans, and along came the call. And the call went something like this. Jay, I want you to share. I want you to proclaim. I want you to preach. And I want you to live it. I thought to myself, all right, this is interesting, God. What are you doing in my life? What sort of direction are you, are you taking me in? And between my freshman and sophomore years of college, again, taking you on the way back machine that was many moons ago, I, I kind of had this inkling that I needed to get grounded and rooted further in the faith. And so I transferred to a college in Rochester. My first year was spent at Niagara University. And again, studying communications, thought, man, this is something that I'm going to be doing uh, with, my, with my life. This is going to be awesome. So I went to Roberts Wesleyan and I quickly found myself on a track to working full-time in vocational ministry. And 
through through my time working as a youth pastor at two different churches, one church ended up letting me go because of uh, taking a stand and 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 teaching kids to read scripture uh, and interact with God and have a relationship with God themselves. Uh, I I found in my in my time of of youth ministry even a, a further defined call to uh, camp ministry and retreat ministry and doing the youth evangelism thing and I thought oh this is this is very interesting and so in 2009 some of you know this story in 2009 my wife and I left our last church uh, that we worked in full time and ended up going into starting a nonprofit and also helping a friend plant a church. Uh, right here in the Rochester, New York area, and I thought this is this is awesome. That's the church I'm still at with today with uh, my friend Shane uh, Smith, and he's my senior pastor. I love, love, love working alongside him and and being part of this community. But as we started with this nonprofit, uh, some confusion set in, and the confusion was simply this. I wanted to be a person of excellence. I wanted to be a minister of excellence. I wanted to be a, a speaker of excellence. And I wanted to be influential. And I thought in order to be influential, and I thought in order to be excellent in the speaking, that it meant uh, that I had to have notoriety and popularity. And God's trimmed that away more and more each and every day. And somewhere along the way, this confusion that kind of impacted my life, this confusion made the call a little bit different. The call was no longer about what God wanted to do inside of me and what God wanted to do through me. The call was more so focused on me. And that's where I want to uh, pause the story and, and, and bring in Scripture as we dive into this a little bit more, but before we read out of Ecclesiastes chapter six, and we're going to read the whole the whole chapter. Before I read that tonight, I'd like to pray with you. And um, again, hitting the pause button on the rest of my story, uh, and again, this wrestling with fame, this wrestling with popularity, and and truly being a person of excellence, it obviously, is not meant to be. The pursuit of popularity, but to be a person of excellence means to say, Lord, your will be done. So that's that's the conclusion that we're looking towards. That's the conclusion that we're working towards tonight. Let's pray together, and then we'll read Ecclesiastes 6. God, I want to thank you tonight for the call. I want to thank you tonight, even in the midst of the confusion, for bringing about clarification, Lord. I, I pray for those that might be wrestling tonight with the pursuit of popularity, the the desire of fame, Lord, help us to realize that the only thing that can truly fill the void of our lives is you and relationship with you and diving into connection with your Holy Spirit's leadership and direction in our lives. Tonight, we just put it all on the line and we ask, Lord, that you would move, that you would stir our hearts and that your scripture would go forth and spring forth new life. Thanks, God. And now, Lord, as we read your word, may it be a blessing to us, and may we in turn be a blessing to you in our walk, in our relationship, in how we respond to 
the reading of your word. We pray this in your name. Amen. My friends, this is Ecclesiastes chapter 6 tonight. This is the reading of the word of the Lord. Reading tonight, usually I read out of the ESV. Tonight we're reading out of the New Living Translation. It reads as follows. There's another serious tragedy I've seen under the sun, and it weighs heavily on humanity. God gives some people great wealth and honor and everything they could ever want, but then he doesn't give them the chance to enjoy these things. They die and someone else, even a stranger, ends up enjoying their wealth. This is meaningless, a sickening tragedy. Sounds kind of depressing there. Verse 3. A man might have a hundred children and live to be very old, but if he finds no satisfaction in life, and doesn't even get a decent burial. It would have been better for him to be born dead. His birth would have been meaningless, and he would have ended in darkness. He wouldn't have he wouldn't even have had a name. And he would never have seen the sun or known its existence. Yet he would have had more peace than in growing up to be an unhappy man. He might live a thousand years, twice over, but still not find contentment. And since he must die like everyone else, well, what's the use? Verses 7 and 8. All people spend their lives scratching for food, but they never seem to have enough. So are wise people really better off than fools? Do poor people gain anything by being wise and knowing how to act in front of others? Enjoy. Enjoy what you have rather than desiring what you don't have. Just dreaming about nice things is meaningless, like chasing the wind. Everything has already been decided. It was known long ago what each person would be. So there's no use arguing with God about your destiny. The more words you speak, the less they mean. So what good are they? In the few days of meaningless lives, who knows how our days can best be spent? Our lives are like a shadow. Who can tell what will happen on this earth after we are gone? This is the reading of the word of the Lord out of Ecclesiastes chapter 6. And the reason why I'm laughing as I reread this passage, I can't help but think it's kind of depressing, right? It's kind of disheartening and discouraging and maybe to you even frustrating. But to get you up on the story, as we think about this whole idea, my story, as, a, as it relates to the call and the confusion. At one point or another, it's easy to make the call about ourselves and put ourselves ahead of the author and the giver of the call in the first place. And so the concern with all this is that we need to be intentional and influential, but not pursue fame. And this is a really fine line within this clarity. It's all about the purpose. It's all about the original intent. What are you going after? What are you running after? What are you pursuing within your heart's drive and desire for why you do what you do? And I don't know about you, but I want to make the personal decision even today 
more and more to say less of me, more of him, less about the fame, less about whatever sort of, sort of notoriety that can be gained from this, and more about the one who I want to live for. Because at the end of the day, it's not about turf wars. It's not about whose church is better or what ministry is, is doing more. It's about faithful living and being found faithful. So at the end of the day, God would say into our lives, God would speak into our lives, well done, my good and faithful servant. I run a ministry organization called Infusion. And it's been something I've been running for the last seven years. And I absolutely love and enjoy this ministry. But at the end of the day, it's not about infusion. At the end of the day, it's not about Jay Trainer. It's not about those of you who are watching, Amanda Lacey and Sarah Bogman and 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 others that are that are tuned in. I gotta scroll up here. Uh, it's not about you, Nick. It's not about Ryan Martai or or about uh, Owen White or Sean Federoff or or Jan Dunlop or or Jason Clayton or whoever else is watching right now. It's not about us it's about him and that's my friends where we can so easily confuse the call we think that we can make it about jesus and ourselves or jesus and something else and i've shared this several times before on this broadcast on this podcast where it can't be jesus and it just simply needs to be about jesus and you and i get out of the way and as I read Ecclesiastes 6, yes, I, I sense depression. Yes, I sense despair. I sense a, a spirit that's disheartening. But the verse that really rings true is verse 9, at least in the context of what we are looking at tonight. And it says this, Enjoy what you have rather than desiring what you don't have. Just dreaming about nice things is meaningless, like chasing the wind. Too often in life I've made my life about this pursuing of other things instead of ultimately hunkering down and building up the, the relationship with Jesus and, and meeting him right where he is at. And so that's the concern. That's the concern that's part of my story. I don't want to get caught up in the notoriety and fame. Even today, I had the chance to talk with um, my friend Jason on the phone, and he's listening in. And Jason, it's good to. It's so cool to catch up with you, man. I, I love it. I love it to. I love that we've been able to reconnect. But not just Jason. I had the chance to talk with a, a new friend out of Colorado, and just told him some of the stuff that Infusion is involved with, and. You know, for me, I, I, I just want to be a normal salt-of-the-earth type of guy. I don't, I don't want to go to just big events or just go to small events. I just want to go where the gospel's needed to be proclaimed. Really, that's what it comes down to. And... I know the business that I'm in, there's this administrative side of things and there's always the, the financial piece and um, making sure that that you're being good stewards and good shepherds with what God has given. But as much as I hope for and long for what lies ahead, and certainly I dream and it's okay to dream, 
but I think it has to be done in proper context, the proper understanding. Let's celebrate what we do have. Let's let's focus on on the goodness that God has provided and blessed us with for such a time as this. Because who knows how long this will take place? Who knows how long we are here? This passage also talks about in the few days, verse 12, in the few days of our meaningless lives. And that's not to say that our lives don't count and our lives don't have merit or intrinsic worth. But what that's saying there is we are but a vapor to compare it with Gospel of Matthew talks about that. We're here today, gone to tomorrow. In the whole scheme of everything, we may live, what, 80, 90, 100 years? Who knows? So we have the call. We have the confusion of being mixed up in the call and making the call about ourselves. And certainly those interruptions happen with our, our mindset. Then we have the concern of, of being intentional and purposeful and and not pursuing the fame, it comes back to this intentionality, this purpose, and, and making sure that we are, are focused on the end game of, of serving and holding on to things with an open hand, saying, here we are, God. Not pursuing the, the, the fame, um, as, as, as it's mentioned in, in Scripture as well, to, to go after the, the desires of the flesh, the desires of our eyes, and the pride of life. You know, those things again, kind of need to take a back seat. But the conclusion that we need to come up with within all this is understanding that life's short. Enjoy what's been given and don't dwell on what isn't. I've, I've gotten stuck there many times in my mind. Man, thinking about, oh, I wish I could have been the youth pastor that, dot, dot, dot. Or I wish I could have been... Uh, this guy that is doing this. And those are just flesh level desires for fame and envy kind of come out. Sometimes we can get really um, focused on the desire in what other people have and what we don't have. And think it's important to be found faithful in what we do have today and we've been given today we haven't been given tomorrow until the tomorrow becomes to the today <laughs> wrap your mind around that and until that becomes reality my friends then our focus our attention stays truly on on what today is about and today is about serving and honoring our, our Lord and Savior, Jesus, and walking in the ways of the Spirit. Making sure that we are living holy lives in, in a way that we are instructed. So we have call, we have conf confusion, we have concern, we have conclusion. But we have one more thing I'd like to highlight. Here's a bonus point for you as it relates to this. And even before I read this, I want to read about Paul's relationship with Timothy out of Philippians 2. It reads as follows in the ESV in verses 19 through 24. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I too may be cheered by news of you. For I have no one like him, I have no one like him, 
who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare. For they all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know Timothy's proven worth, how as a son with a father, he has served with me in the gospel. And that's what I desire with people that are part of the infusion team and people that I partner with is that very nature. Serving alongside for the sake of the gospel, not about these, these other interests. Verses 23 and 24 out of the same passage, again, Philippians chapter 2, reads as follows. I hope, therefore, to send him just as soon as I see how it will go with me. And I trust in the Lord that shortly I myself will come also. Skipping ahead to the same book, the same letter to the Philippians, chapter 3, verses 18 through 20, Paul writes this, For many of whom I have often told you, and now even, and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. What a sad reality that is. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So here's the bonus for you. Are you ready? Here's the bonus point. It's the citizenship. And your citizenship, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, your citizenship is heaven. And we wait, not about and not for awards or accolades or achievements. We wait because ultimately it's about our citizenship belonging to Jesus. And that, my friends, is tonight's Untorn. The call, the confusion. Sometimes we make it about the fame. The concern is to remember to be intentional. It's all about the purpose, not the pursuit of fame. And coming up with this conclusion of understanding that life's short, enjoy what we've been given, and don't dwell on what we don't have. Don't dwell on what is not. We are citizens of heaven, and that's your bonus point tonight. And we wait, not because of the awards, not because of the accolades or the achievements. It's about your citizenship. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Thanks for being part of Untorn where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer. Until next time, those of you on the video side, stay tuned. We'll be taking some, um, we'll be taking some prayer requests. If you have anything and you want to write them in the comments section, please feel free to do so right now. Also, just a side note, please be in prayer for me this weekend. Have the chance to present down in uh, Stroudsburg with our friends at Twin Pines. Looking forward to that reality. Also looking forward to uh, the potential of, of future partnerships with, with some churches out of that camp. But again, thank you for being part of this. If you would like to be a financial partner uh, of Infusion, please feel free to go onto our website, untorn.net or infusion.org, I-N-F-U-Z-I-O-N.org. Go ahead and click on the menu bar and click Donate. We would uh, love to be a financial partner with you. And if you are a financial partner uh, to this ministry, you will be receiving a free uh, gift to you as a follow-up devotional to tonight's broadcast, to tonight's podcast. 
Thank you again for being part of Untorn, uh, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. Until next time, uh, we'll see you soon. I'm Jay Trainer from Studio 14B. Take care. God bless you. Until next Thursday, right here on untorn.net. P. Henson. In my new movie, What Men Want, I can hear men's thoughts. You better think. On February 8th. How did this happen? The psychic gave me this tea. I thought black people stopped drinking tea after Get Out. To Raji P. Henson, Aldous Hodge, Erica Badu, Tracy Morgan. If you only knew what I was thinking right now. Trust me, we don't want to know. <laughs> what Men Want. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. In theaters February 8th.